Welcome back to Dingo and the Baby. I'm Timothy, the Baby McKay, and this is Taggart, the Dingo Hudson. Today's podcast brought to you by K. Floyd's UW in the Classroom, English 131, Composition Exposition. And today we've got a story about one of our viewers, Rob Bernstein, a Russian immigrant who also happens to be the CEO of a software company and a Harvard business grad. Um, his story is quite amazing. Him and his family, about 40 years ago, when he was just seven years old, decided they wanted to move to the U.S. from Russia, and they took a crazy route to get here. Yeah, guys, this story is absolutely bonkers. So back like 40 years ago, the run, uh, the Russian government wanted to send all the Russian Jews in the country to Israel because it had just been created. And so Rob, being a young Jew with the rest of his family, was doing what everybody else was doing and trying to get to Israel. But his family wanted to go to America instead. So like many other of the Russian Jews that the Russian government was flying out to Israel, they went to Vienna. But instead of doing what everybody else was doing, they went to Rome after that. And they got on a freaking train after they landed. And so they got on this train. They went to Rome. And as they were going to Rome, they threw all their luggage out the window of the train because they wanted to look like tourists so they wouldn't raise any red flags. And then like a company they had like, or not a company, but uh, what are they called? Organization. Organization they paired up with. Uh, picked up all the stuff so they returned it to him later so they got to rome they acted like tourists for a little bit while the organization was helping them uh, get to america and so they got to america with only a thousand dollars in their pockets you see this is where the story gets interesting and it starts tying in with our theme today so rob and his brother both starting at the age of 14 they so they they get to america with less than a thousand dollars or about thousand dollars right and they've got to start making money, but they know. America's just the land of opportunity, right? So, right. like, they're just thinking of scheming of ways to make some quiche in this environment. They know that they can they can make some moves with capitalism and get some money in their pockets. And so um, they, they developed a, a, an infatuation for baseball cards. These guys went bonkers for these baseball cards, right? They started showing up at shows and it's like, Figured out how to hustle a little bit because there wasn't a lot of hustle in baseball cards uh, shows back then. And so what they started doing is they started buying cards and then flipping them for a profit. And so they're starting to figure out like just the ins and outs of economics, right? And then this is when then they start picking it up a little bit. They're just they're just fourteen years old at this point, but they get so good at this that they're making about one thousand five hundred dollars a week. They're they're doing really well. They're buying cards for cheap and then they turn around. Making people want to buy them, they're they're selling them at a value that that they think people will want, and they make people want to buy them at this value, and they're they're figuring out what what American capitalism is all about, and they're just like they figured out at this point how the system works. So what he does, he goes up to his mother and asks for twenty thousand dollars to start this basically trading card empire, and so he paid her back in ten weeks after he bought that two thousand dollars so what they started doing is to upping their game a little bit they got their dads to drive them around to all like the convenience stores and gas stations buying up all these baseball cards and they would sit down at their kitchens or one of their guys's kitchens and just sort out these trading cards their fingers were bleeding from all the paper cuts they were getting from opening cards and sorting them into packs and sets and so they basically almost created a monopoly on this little trading card business and started just turning a huge profit and and you'd call this a talent, wouldn't you, Tim? This, this is-, is a huge talent. I know for a fact that I couldn't do it. I bet my bomb dollar you couldn't do it. I don't think I could either. 
and and these these Russian fourteen year olds figured it out. And so, again, like I was saying, this ties into our theme today about outsourcing talent, basically talent from from other countries. In our current political climate, we uh, there's big controversy over who we should let in our country, what what immigrants we should let in, and 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 all that. And what Rob talks about in his story is that. He's a value. He's an immigrant, but he is a value to this country. And and he talks about how other immigrants can be like this too. He talks about there's competition in this world between other countries. There's global competition with economy. And bringing other talent to the U.S. helps the U.S. It only strengthens us. Right. Everybody thinks this is like a bad thing, but like bringing in like this like capital through these people is great. It's a global war for talent. And... Not letting in talented people is hurting us. People complain about immigrants coming and taking our jobs, but they're more talented. They'll take the job. And in the end, in the long run, this does better for the U.S. And so should we be letting these immigrants in? Absolutely. Absolutely freaking yes, we should. So moral of the story and and what Rob touches on here at the end, and he he says it, it should be easier to bring in legal immigrants to the u.s we should be able to there should be less loopholes to jump through for companies to bring in talented people because if we don't bring in these talented people they're just going to find work elsewhere and that's what we don't want we want the talented people on our side because you know it's only going to help us and and this isn't just a theory rob has here because rob is a ceo of a successful software company he graduated harvard and from the San Francisco Bay Area, one of the most competitive areas, he's, he's the the CEO of a software company, and he talks about his his strategy of hiring workers. He takes full advantage. He he tries to bring as much. He does not care where they're from. He just brings in the most talented people. And the way that U.S. immigration is set up right now, it's just he has just a ton of loopholes to set through, and it's just. It's frustrating for people that want to grow their businesses and make them competitive to not bring in the workers they want. 